Hello, all you wonderful people out there. Welcome to another episode of The Collective Podcast. My name is Ash Thorpe, and this is going to be episode 90 with Greg Gunn, who, who's a designer and creative director at a studio called Blind. Greg joins us this week for a wonderful conversation about his early artistic adventures with graffiti, his experiences with and opinions regarding art school, and offers insight about his upcoming projects and aspirations. Big thank you to Greg for coming on the show. This is going to be episode 90. Let's roll. What's up? What's up, man? We're doing we're doing it. Now we're going. This is it. This is it. This is live. Okay. For those of you that are listening in now, we've been doing a sound test to make sure that you guys don't get all upset and sassy with us and say, Why do you guys record with bad <laughs> audio? So this 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 podcast goes out to all you people with particular audio quality taste. We're looking after you guys. This is my yeah, buddy. man. <laughs> this is uh, this is really cool. We've we've been talking off and on for quite a while now, just through email, and uh, it's really awesome. When I don't know, I, I've been seeing your growth. It's been really awesome, just seeing the progression in your work and what you're into, and the development has been really awesome. So, thanks for the inspiration. <laughs> hey man, thank thank you. That's uh, it's very flattering to to hear from you. Uh, and and likewise, I mean, I've followed your work for for a bit now, and um, I've listened to a handful of the the podcast episodes and have my mind blown once or twice at least. So I, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for uh, for having me. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's one thing I, I really enjoy with you and your work is like your defined style or like. Any anytime I find an artist that I admire, um, there's always something really rad about their approach to something, and that you can tell that they have like their own artistic voice, you know. Um, and your your voice is like a nice culmination of many things. We were recently talking about um, our love for animation, and you had you were kind enough to send me like this fucking huge list of all <laughs> kinds of epic animation resources and stuff, and man, I haven't even gotten a chance to dig into that properly yet. Um, but thank you for that, because it's, it's really cool when you're able to share these things with others, and it's just it was really rad of you to do that, and I can't wait to check it out, because we're fans of a lot of similar things, and I think it's, yeah, it's just rad. Yeah, man, there's, uh, there, yeah, that, that's nothing. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff, but... Uh. <laughs> Yeah, it it, I just I get really really excited about that kind of stuff, and um, I tend to overshare. So I'll like send these really epic emails. I'm like, okay, you gotta look at this shit and that shit and this shit and this shit's better than all that shit. <laughs> I felt that in your email. I do those too, and and I don't. After I send them, I go, ah, oh, shit, that person's not gonna look at any of that stuff. It's <laughs> right? Like, it's massive. It's too big. It's like here, here's an Everest, uh, an email. Here's an Everest email. You came and see the top of the email through the clouds. It's so big, but it's awesome though. I do like those. I will go through it because um, I am super interested in animation. My curiosity came from. Um, just, I think it was about cell animation or something like that, right? We were talking about like, what is adventure, like who, how are, how is adventure time doing what they're doing? I guess, you know, when that, like they're outsourcing to Korea, all those talented people out there when they're taking, uh, all of pens and everybody's storyboards and rough 
art and they're taking it and putting it into final production, like what programs are they using and all that stuff. And you had a bunch of suggestions and it was really rad. Um, oh yeah, I was. I mean, I was. I was probably lying. I have no idea, but I yeah. Know. Well, you can guess, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. What was yeah. some of the applications that you were saying? You're all Photoshop only, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After that, Effects. What... <laughs> <laughs> no Wacom tablets. <laughs> yeah, just old school mouse. Oh god, uh, that'd be so gnarly. Remember, yeah, remember mice, right? I have a mouse um, still. Yeah, I still use a mouse. I'm like I think old, I threw mine away. I'm like an old guy with my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't use a mouse at all? Uh no. Uh uh-uh. uh I, I have a I just use a Wacom, and then yeah, for, pretty much for for everything. I mean, I'm like I'll do bids like in Excel with a Wacom. That's just like what I'm what I'm doing. Damn, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like a boss. My friend Ilya <laughs> would do that. Ilya, he was at Prologue. He he only used that for. Uh, for like all his work, he didn't even have a mouse. I thought that was pretty rad. Cause you just like fuck a mouse. It's just like one extra step. But I'm left-handed right. and I use the mouse with the right hand, so I'm ambidextrous. So whatever, I could do super moves fuck. like bam, bam, left hand drawing, right hand doing spreadsheets. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's that's bad at. That's like a that's a akimbo style. You're like I got one in left, one in the right, just like ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> trying. Wow trying <laughs> I, I used to do graffiti a long time ago as a kid when i was a little butthead but it was most of it i tried to keep it on like legitimate um non you know like not like on people's houses never like that but when i would do it i would have two cans i'd do it at the same time simultaneously oh it's, shit there you go because you got to go fast you know it's like yeah it's fun doing it like <laughs> uh, such a jerk yeah but no, I didn't do anything like horrible. It was like always somewhere where nobody could see it because it was horrible anyways. I didn't want people to see that crap. So, <laughs> but no. were, were you doing like uh, actual pieces or were they just like quick tags? Um, I got really into big pieces. I was, yeah. Then I realized I was like, um, you got to be like a wizard with this stuff and you got to be willing to like get in trouble like heavy trouble. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. paint at home and have more fun. Cause like really good graffiti artists, like they just do it so much and they're so good. So intense. Like when they have control over the lines and stuff, I'm like, damn, it's like a whole nother level. And it doesn't fit my style. I'm too crazy and loose and weird. <laughs> I have lack discipline all over the place. My art laughs at me all the time. Yeah, I, I I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel? Yeah, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was gonna say I I used to do the same thing like uh, in terms of uh, like writing and graph and um, I I would like plan like these big ass motherfuckers out in my book like in my black book. Oh damn! And dropping the go black hunting book. for a yeah yeah they go like try to find a good spot for it. Love the like, journey. I love the journey. No way! I'm climbing up that shit. Like, <laughs> not gonna not gonna happen. I don't want to get arrested. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah. It, the journey is what kept me doing it because it was so much fun, like going out on missions, you know, and go with my brother or just friends, and the going into like we used to go down in underneath the city um, and with like spray cans and then light one of them like on like a like a like a torch because we didn't have. Uh, like flashlights and because underneath the city when it's broad daylight it's absolutely black like the blackest of black you know like in flood 
<laughs> it's so dangerous. Shit, man. <laughs> Looking yeah, back I'm at like, it now. <laughs> we would dang. do some heavy missions, but it was like urban explorations, you know, it was really um it's interesting. It was it was a totally different experience growing up doing that. Um but yeah, I, I remember the same thing. It was fun like drawing it in my book and then I was like, there's no way I'm going to do this over there. <laughs> you got to be really dedicated. And when I see like really good graffiti, I'm like, wow, like that's, that's really impressive, you know? It's almost like a, an art that it's like, you don't get paid for it. You know, most people don't like it. So for people to go out there and risk their, like their livelihood and all that stuff to do it, it just goes to show like how passionate uh, and driving that person is, you know, it's, pretty nuts you, you don't do graffiti anymore no 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 but but you're right like you can't even take credit for it you no, know yeah <laughs> like there, there's no, you can't associate yourself with it whatsoever than other than like you know and maybe your buddy knows and that's kind of the extent of it yeah um no i i, I didn't do a lot of like like public stuff i most of it I, I kept in a book or uh stuff like that but uh the few times i tried to do something like out like at night or whatever i was like i'm terrible at this and i'm too i'm too afraid i'm too much of a wiener to like <laughs> really try to try to do this for real so i was like eh, maybe not <laughs> that's good at least you acknowledge it you know so i think some people try to fight that shit at least you acknowledge it and just say have fun drawing in your in your black book and making pieces you know it's a yeah. that's right it's such a journey though. It's crazy. But when I, yeah, when I can, I don't see it as much. I'm, I'm kind of glad the boom kind of died out. It got really super ultra trendy, you know, mm. for a while there. And I think it blew up in Europe really heavy. Um, I'm not sure where it's at now. Cause it's like a wave, you know, it's like a trend that follows, goes through the world, but I think it's dying out. I think there's been a lot of like, I think the iPhone happened and kids were like, yeah, fuck it. I'm right. Gonna play Angry Birds. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> There's Dude. a lot more like you know, like I don't know, ways to fuck with people in in society. I think now you know online at least. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's a little easier to be anonymous that way. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. It's interesting. Kids nowadays have such a different childhood. They're like they're 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 they're. they're outlook on thing is so different that's why i realize i'm getting older you know it's like damn you guys have a lot of different things going on here <laughs> lots of different um uh values you know it's just it's a, it's a whole different monster and i look back at like guys that when they were starting to do do graffiti in like new york and doing all the big pieces on the subway system and all that stuff and like going and looking at all the bombs from the night before and like watching it, getting it all pumped up and feeling like a, like a hidden celebrity and all that stuff, you know, and all the way to like guys like you and I just kind of like putzing around, like messing around and <laughs> kids now, I don't even know, you know, there could be some crazy killers out there. I'm sure just doing really cool stuff, but yeah. Oh, it's cool stuff. What was your, uh, I don't know. Maybe you uh, can't say it. <laughs> I, I'm sure I could say it's not a, it's not a thing. Um, the mega, mega. Oh, that's cool. Mega, yeah. Big Mega Man fan. So I was just oh, yeah. all about that. Yeah. It's good letters too. Those right? all fit a square well. So you yeah. Can, it's not like L's. L's suck. And well, I guess it depends if you're connecting it to something else. But yeah, some of the letters are pain the butt. That's cool. You like Mega Man too? Oh, all about it. Yeah. How old are yeah. you? 
Uh, I just turned 33. Okay. I'm old as dirt now. Well, we're close. I'm 31, so we grew up right. really close, I guess, really aligned with, with the cultural stuff that happened, and I was really into Mega Man, too. Uh, the the good old, like, Nintendo Mega Man, you know? Like, that's what I was into. Oh, yeah, man. I, I used to go bananas over that shit. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would make up entire games and worlds, and, like, you know, they set up such a... Uh, such a clear like system uh, yeah. and like a like, gameplay and like uh, world for for each game. I mean, it was the same game over and over, but I, I loved it anyway. Um, but yeah, dude, I used to, <laughs> I used to come up with like what a microphone man or whatever the fuck you know, oh, yeah. and just like draw them all out like in a row, like draw out their level, their special ability, like what you get awesome. after it. I, like I just wanted to work for Capcom, I think at That's that point so when cool. I was like six, but. Yeah, shit was shit was awesome. Do you still feel um, like a uh, a nostalgic connection to it? Like if you saw it, would you play it? Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Do you yeah. still play it actively? Um, I haven't played I haven't played the old ones in uh, in a long time, mm. mostly because of accessibility. But I know they released they made a like a new old Mega Man for mm. I think it was a digital download. Uh, like you could you could buy it on Xbox Live and then play it, but it was it was just like it was the next version of the game from whenever they stopped making it in the nineties. Yeah. Um, and it was it was it's still like eight bit, it's still uh four by three, and it's still impossible to beat too. You know? Yeah, those games, man, they're fucking hard as hell. Like Contra and those games. Like, yeah, no save points. You, you can't save your shit. Yeah, you just, yeah. you got to beat it. <laughs> I see, like, the Call of Duty stuff, like, all those kind of, like, current games that are really big, they're really challenging, I think, in their own right. But, dude, uh, I think Contra is harder. <laughs> or, like, yeah. these old school games, because they're, 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 their premise and their setup is so different. And it's, yeah, I remember Mega Man. I remember throwing my remote. Uh, I remember throwing my shit at the TV. And that was rare for me because, like, I grew up poor. You don't do that kind of shit, you know? Like, I was angry. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember uh, just being furious because, yeah, the way that was designed was just so rugged. Like, you know, you had to, like, jump at the perfect time and, like, slide and then fucking blast the dude and, like, jump over this other thing. And you had to almost memorize moves. And I was like, damn it, I'm just not a good video game player. Like, ugh. Like so depressed, <laughs> but I love those things. The nostalgia of it is amazing. I was just at the grocery store the other day, of all places, getting groceries, obviously, and there was like this Atari console there. Like they're reselling like retro kit, like Ataris with like games and stuff. And dude, uh, there was a yeah, s- you're right. Did you see oh, that? And like the I Sega it Ralphs. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was at Ralph's too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, wow, uh, I was really close to spending 40 bucks and just buying <laughs> it. But I would have came home, my wife would have been like, really? Like, what are you doing with this? You know, like, <laughs> you can barely manage your life. You cannot have this. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to deal with it. This is Christmas time, I can't be buying myself gifts. <laughs> but they also had Sega, like their first Sega Genesis with like Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff. I was like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah would, when... When did that? Ha- That's really weird. Like I, like literally, I, I saw that last week. I think I was yeah, in Ralph's, same. with the like, same the time section. Yeah, <laughs> and they have like forty games in that little like single cartridge thing. Yeah, too. like you can have the whole library. It's really the, weird. The Atari one, right? And the um, Sega. 
I, I saw I saw the the Sega one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of games in one of those too. I bought one of those like for Xbox. I bought a like the combo pack, like a game that's like the combo pack from like all Sega or like fifty Sega games or something like that too. And uh, I put it in one night, and I played it for like ten minutes, and I was like, ah, I gotta go draw. <laughs> <laughs> like I did, like my 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 priorities are completely different now. Um, but I do, I do remember. So when you made when you brought up Mega Man, I just like, ah, oh, that's right. Fuck, I loved Mega Man. So much fun, like so challenging. And I would do the same thing. I don't know if I did levels, but I would sit there and draw a ton, and make my own like dudes, you know? Yeah. That was the shit. That's, it was. That's, I don't. I'm not gonna do that playing Call of Duty. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. I don't think it's set up the same at all. You know. I think. No. I think that those, those games were so, like the 8-bit, was so, like the graphics were so bad. So when you reinterpreted them, like they're so bad in the best way, right? You know, because like they're yes. min- it's minimal. I love that stuff personally. Like I love the lo-fi quality stuff, but. Um, when you reinterpret it, like if you draw like Mega Man, like all like shined out and fucking legit and just like <laughs> ripped, he's got fucking biceps and shit. And like, you don't see that in the pixel, you know, like it's cool. Like you reinterpret it. But I think now it's like, things are so realistic. You're like, eh, all right. Like it's cool. I was, I don't know. I've been really thinking like really heavy about all this stuff because I just, um, have you ever played Monument Valley? Oh my god! Yeah, that, that game is beautiful. Oh, it's oh. stunning. Yeah, it's so yeah. stunning. We're gonna get Ken on the podcast. I can't wait. He's the designer, I guess, that helped make that. I'm excited oh to god. talk to him about that because that game is really—it's the first game that I've played on my iPad, and I've had my iPad for like three years or something like that. And I never really played games, and I had it, and I was like, oh my god! I I played it, and I beat it quickly and i was like this is so much fun like i played it again <laughs> it was really fun and it it brought me back to being a kid and i don't know if it's because that game is special or um i'm, I'm nostalgic for it or if kids would like it i don't know i'm gonna test it on my daughter and see what she thinks yeah that's that, that's a good idea because i i definitely felt the same way when when i played that like i just I sat on my couch and I was just in it until yeah. you know the wee hours of the night beating it and and the next day I played it again. Yeah, you know? that's and cool. It was just I, I, it it has the 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 charm and the design and I think because it's it's a, a puzzle too. Like I'm really into any kind of like puzzle game and, yeah. and things like that. So, so cool. um, the fact that it merged that with really smart design mm-hmm. um, that that's just like speaks to me i'm like this is this is great this is a fantastic game ali moss turned me on to that game and he was telling me about it when we did the podcast and he was saying how beautiful it was and so i checked it out and it was just when you merge those two worlds like you said like you take really smart well thought out game design um the mechanics of that and you simplify it down into this really beautiful um element of experience visually it's just yeah, it's just really cool. I don't know if it sounds weird, but I get the same feeling when I watch an Adventure Time episode. Like hmm. I, I just get like, I get super inspired. Like I just want to go draw. And and when I played that game, it was like, wow, I I think, like I want to make a video game. 
it was really inspiring to me, you know, like, I don't get that usually, and it was really cool, especially with video games, like, I don't get that since I was a kid, but, yeah, I think the simplicity of it and stuff, and I think they also got, like, tons of awards and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they did really well. Which is great, I love seeing that, too, because it just means that it's proof that people like good stuff, you know, like, not everybody likes crap, you know, so, (laughs) but there is a lot of crap being shoveled around, but. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, a, a lot of recycled uh, things, you know. And I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk shit. I, I love Call of Duty. I'll, I'll play the hell out of that game. But sure, that's um, it's a fun game for what it is. It is. You know? it has its, yeah, has its moments for sure. But. but yeah, you're not gonna put it down and be like, oh my god, I'm so inspired. I have to, I have to draw something right now. Like, it's like it doesn't give me that or something. Yeah, that yeah, it doesn't give you the same set. It's not the real thing. You know, yeah. you, you don't get the same satisfaction from it. So. Well, I think it's really important when you make these things that like you engage your your consumer, I guess, if that makes sense. There's a there's a total science behind it, and we just talked about Mega Man, which is like a global phenomenon. Or look at Ninja Turtles; like it's still around. I think the the way that you consume these things is is if I'm if I'm not mis- like if I'm if I really think about it for myself, I think that. If I do fan art or if I get so inspired that I do my own interpretations or spend some kind of time creating something that's somewhat involved with that for some way, I think that you've made a successful product in some way because you've managed to create a fan that goes beyond just like playing it and and putting the controller down or turning the console off, you know? There's something really interesting in that connection. And and it's different for everybody, but um, I think with... Uh, Monument Valley was just like a really big inspiration. I'm designing a thing right now with a friend of mine, and it's I think it really inspired me. Like it's t- but totally different, totally different thing, but it inspired me in a different way. It was really cool. That's a, I love inspiration. What what inspires you? Like what like what amps you up to just continue drawing? Shit, that's a huge question. Because <laughs> yeah, I can tell, um, I, I can see in your work. So you like watch I, a movie or something, and you get pumped up, or uh, you know, I, I, it's weird. I, I like, I like funny things. I, I like comedy a lot. So um, if uh, sometimes I'll, I'll read something, and if it's really smart, really witty, and I'm like, oh, that's how they do that. I want to know, you know, and and I, I try to think about how to how to work that into like a, a visual, you know? Yeah. So, um, any kind of like smart, weird, like twisted thing. I'm, I'm, uh, that kind of turns me on in, in a weird way. Hmm. Um, so that's, that's when I really get into like, like the creative spirit and, um, like mindset. Um, fuck that. Was, yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a big one, dude. I haven't thought about that in a long time. That's weird. I would think that you would think about that a lot, but maybe I, I think about stuff too much. I guess I catch myself like when I get really inspired by something, I go like, damn, like that's the shit, you know? <laughs> and the last thing for me has been uh, Monument Valley. And it's just, I think it's the connection that I have with it. And But I really, <clears throat> I try to relish that experience and just sit in it and just let it blossom because it's, it's really rare. Um, when that hits you so strongly and you're just like, wow, like at least for me, I think maybe I'm a little bit jaded because I love so much stuff, you know, and I'm oversaturated with great things. And so my contrast of what's great is very, very high. 
my wife gets pissed off at me because I'm kind of snobbish about things, you know. <laughs> so especially about movies and stuff, you know, I can't enjoy it unless it's really good. But that's because I suck. <laughs> but I think I think, I think you know that's that's how I kind of view everything. I'm like, it's either the best or I'm like, that's the worst, you know? Yeah. Like there, there's, there's very few things that fall in between. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like for a long time I was just hating stuff. Not, not because it was bad, but just because I'm like, oh, it's not, maybe it's not good enough for my attention or, or whatever. And, um, what's weird now is that I feel like even though I'm so oversaturated with, you know, stimulus online and like Vimeo and Tumblr. It's just like a, it's like a wormhole of like amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. Never ends. Like dying. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I've, I've tried to make a a conscious effort to really like examine each thing and give it, give it the time that it deserves. I'm like, someone put this up. Okay. Like there's something there, you know? Sure. Um, And um, really kind of just take a moment to sit with it before I dismiss it so quickly. Yeah. Um, slows things down but but uh i, I don't know I, i'm trying to find uh more time and, and, and value in things because uh, I'll, I'll piss on everything if like i really just don't think about it <laughs> i think it's yeah. really that's a good way of doing it i think uh, analyzing and really focusing on like what it is you know like why why are you pumped up what's making you excited about it when i find a really great artist i'm like wow man like i really try to focus on what that artist is telling me because i think when you find a good artist, it's almost like you're finding yourself, you know, mm. like that person's speaking to me in a whole different way or that creative team or that those group of people, whether it's the palette that they use or the emotion that they convey or whatever it is. And I think that I think with art, too, is is we have the potential to do any kind of art if we want to, you know, like you could study and work on your own style and learn how to do animation or you can learn 3d or you can learn how to draw like the masters some people say oh you can't that's bullshit like you can if you really want something you can make it happen i think and i but i think when you see somebody if you see somebody's art or their creation and you connect with it well i think you're just seeing the the potential of yourself you know within that creation and that's the inspiration that's what i really try to decipher like what is it about this person's piece is it the way they render it or like what makes me excited about it? Like what pumps me up? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, uh, no, they, you're, you're dead on. I, that, that feeling always starts with like, <laughs> I think it always starts with a little bit of hate. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> how do they, how do they, uh, you know? And then, and then you're like, wait, no, that's, that's real good. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. And then it, it starts to come back down and then I'm like, Oh shit, there's a lot to learn here. If you really look at it. Yeah. Um, do you ever, uh, do you ever just write people and be like, "Hey, yo, your shit's dope." <laughs> like that, I think that's, that's one of the best things you can do. You know, just uh, don't expect a reply, and you just right. send out something and say, "I love your work, and I, I'm so thankful that you exist." You know, like we live in a world that you can do that. That's amazing, and honestly, people really respond to that. There's a, I think it's just like as artists, we're, you know, we love to be loved. You know, and. Uh, I don't know. Little notes like that are great. Do you do that? I, I've recently started doing that. Like that's good. Um, once a week, you know. I, that's so funny. We're really parallel with a lot of these things because I try been trying to do it at once a week as well, and I need to do it. I think what happens now is I, I send an email out, and then 
then Greg says, hey, I'll do a podcast. So it's like, I love your work, and then we can talk about it, which is cool. So my <laughs> once a week kind of like, because what happens is I'll look through the internet or I'll just be seeing something or reading something or being into a video game or somebody's work, and I'll be like, I'll send a, uh, their link to Andrew, and I'll say, Andrew, can you send them an invite? Let's do a podcast with them. This would be so awesome, you know? And And so that's kind of been the experience. It's been amazing. And yeah, I think it's really important to do that. You align yourself with people and we're all creating, you know, and I think it's a really powerful thing to do. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it for everybody to do that, you know? Yeah, definitely. Why, why not? Like, uh, I used to like, I remember writing Rage Against the Machine, a fan letter when I was oh, yeah. in like, <laughs> like sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. Did they you write it back. to Zach or Tom? Or all <laughs> of I, I wrote it. I wrote it to Tom. He was like my, I, I play guitar and oh, he was like awesome. my hero. I was like, dude, you're like, you're in rage. You went to Harvard. You're some crazy activist. Like everything was, he was like the dopest dude ever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then they wrote me back and they're like, guy. dude, <sighs> amazing, amazingly talented dude. I just yeah. love the, how he turned it. I love how he used the instrument, you know, like, everybody in the world's like yeah you got to do it like this and play it like that and the guitar is like one of those instruments that speaks to the human soul so much about breaking the rules and i just love it it, every, it only happens every so often somebody takes a stride and moves along and pushes the boundaries with an instrument like that and 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 makes it in a big way and there will be there'll never be another rage against machine ever like no nobody can touch that they yeah. own that space you know just like there'll be, there'll never be kind of like another Pink Floyd, you know, or another Radiohead, right. you know. Yeah. So, so you, wrote, yeah. Sorry, I, I kept jumping in. You wrote Tom a letter, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I was, I was in the, I was in elementary school and just super into it, and um, uh, wrote him a letter, and they wrote me back, like kind no of. Way that's but, awesome. Yeah, it's really, really strange. Uh, sent me a bunch of propaganda, like stuff that was way over my head, you know? Oh, yeah. But they're like, hey, check this out, kid. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, and like a cool little like seven-inch record that I lost, of course. But wow. uh, yeah, it was, I mean, that that like made my, my life right there. You know, and I was like, you can do that. <laughs> and that was before email. That was like snail mail. And, you know, so now I'm like, if I see something that blows my mind once a week, yeah, I want to. I want to capture that feeling and and try to connect with that person in some way, even if it's just one way. And I'm like, somebody out here knows and like feels this. Like, that's all, you know. Yeah, and I think if you can do it without expecting, like, I hope that guy better write back to me. Like, I think that's I think that's a really good way of of approaching these things, you know. Because I think if you go at it with like. I want this, uh, you know, like, I hope this guy, you know, like, with bad intentions, I think it's bad. But if you are really just throwing out the love and just doing it for the sake of you doing it, I think it's great, you know. And most likely, I think people respond to, you, to that if you're being wholehearted and just like, thank you so much, you know. But a lot of people are busy, too. It depends on whatever, you know, whoever you're hitting up, you know. So, but, yeah, it's interesting what a little note can do, you know. At least that's what I think, you know. I I couldn't agree more, man. It's uh, you know, it's just a little a little gratitude 
just a little tiny bit. Yeah. It goes a long way. Absolutely. I think it's just, you know, part of the cycle. And I think every everybody should do it once or twice, you know, like at least, you know, once a month, send out a, like an email, even if it's like your uncle or something, you know, like somebody that, that you love or that helped you out or that you're really into or just like motivated you or inspired you to do something cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I think it's practical. A lot of times I think too, a lot of people think they want to do it, but they are, they are too shy or too afraid to do it. And I, I felt that like that many times before too. And which cuts down the amount of people that respond or like reach out to these people. So there's a chance that, you know, they might respond, you know, cause I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I think it's really cool. And that's awesome. I, I grew up with Rage Against the Machine, too. I was all into them. I played bass, so I was, like, really into... I think his t- name's Tom. Is that his name? Tom, uh, Tom was a guitar... Uh, no, Brad? Brad. Bradley? That's it. Brad. Brad? Yeah. Is that Brad right? Brad yeah. or something like that. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Brad from Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. He had a cool style. We used to play... I used to watch their live music, like, the live videos of all the crazy tours they do, and I'd play along with them the whole time. It was fun. No, his name's Tom. <laughs> I think he's Tom. No, it's not Tom. Which one is it? Because Brad is the drummer. Brad's the drummer? Wait. Shoot. Let's see. I'm Googling right now. People listening. Um, it's Tim. That's it. Not Tom. It's Tim. Tom. There it is. Comerford. Yeah. He's got this cool tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, he had some wicked, like, like solid, just solid ink sleeves, I think, right? Mm-hmm. They went over to his chest and stuff. But I think he had like this huge back piece covered up because I remember watching like bootleg videos of their like first show and he had like this big crazy back piece. It looked all crazy. <laughs> so I think he did a big cover up that was part of it. It was just like these huge, which I think is awesome, you know? Like it, lo- it just looks cool. It looks like a part of his outfit. <laughs> he has like a t shirt on. Yeah, permanent shirt. <laughs> yeah, permanent shirt. It's awesome. But, yeah, are you really into music now still? Do you still play guitar? Ah uh, no, not not so much. I I did the band thing for a uh, for a really long time. Hmm. Um, you know, it was like, hey, I'll just be a rock star. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that that didn't didn't quite work out. So, um, I actually I had to I had to make a choice. I had to I had to go on tour, or go to art school. Hmm. And um, I don't know. I think I made the right choice to be honest. But yeah. What if tour is probably pretty awesome, but. Super parallel life. What the hell? It's very similar. Yeah, I had to make that choice. And sometimes when I hear like a really great bass line or um, I pass by like a guitar center, like I get that cringe. Like, oh man. Like, <laughs> so that was like crack to me. I remember taking my daughter to guitar center. I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. Like, I can't be in here too long. I'm going to start a band and I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, playing music is the best. Did you guys um is did you guys have records and albums and stuff? Or you guys were getting bigger or what kind of music was it? <laughs> all, all right, let's, let's be talk about how old we are real quick. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> uh, we're not that old, dude. We're young still. That's right. Thirty is the new twenty. That's that's what the kids tell me. At least. I, <laughs> I think thirty is like the best. Like I'm I'm enjoying my life more than ever now. Like I I really am starting to know who I am to the core. Um, I don't know, like I've been, not like I've been wandering, but I just, I know what I, things that I enjoy and I really focus on those things only and I just kind of rock it out, you know, I don't know, but I enjoy it. Isn't that funny? Do you feel like that too? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah, Like not, not that I, you know, was lost or didn't know 
who I was or doing, but yeah, same. Um, things are like so sharp now and, and in focus and, uh, you know, I feel like I have a very clear path and I'm more confident than ever about that path. Yeah. And it's, it's just weird how kind of things seem to align and I'm like, Oh duh. Yeah. This, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It just makes sense. Everything kind of just fits into place uh, with a lot of effort and focus, but yeah. Yes. I, I right. wish, I wish I had this, um, younger. I think it's a real shame that I'm, only going to be able to live for like another, you know, 30, 40 years. I'm really excited for all those rest of the years I get. But if we're, if we're thinking this sharp now at 30, like what's 40 going to feel like, you know? Yeah. What happens, right? My ass will probably hurt more. My back <laughs> <laughs> from all the jujitsu, my fucking body will hurt more. Yeah. But oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I, I just started doing a Krav Maga. Oh uh, yeah. Explain that to people. Cause uh, I find that interesting and everybody has a kind of a, a different explanation for it, but I find it fascinating. It's uh, I will. Okay. I'll full disclosure. I'm a newbie, like a very, a very, like a uh, very new to it. But um, from what I get from what I've experienced, it's basically just street self-defense. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of uh, if this happens, do this. So you kind of, um, you're taught this library of uh, reactions to certain situations, you know, um, dealing with one person and multiple people, depending on where they're standing, you know, standing up on the ground, all, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, and the idea is to like disarm and uh, take out and then like get away kind of thing. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I don't know. I'm very curious about jujitsu. My, my brother's really into that too. Um, so I I don't know, but crop crop's cool. How long has your brother been doing jujitsu for? Um, hmm. I I think he did it he did it for a year. I'm not sure he still does it right now, but uh, he was doing it really consistently for a while. And you know, you live in LA like, too. You live in LA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're both in LA. What system um, did he train under? Sorry, I'm all curious. They're they're, <laughs> they're all really different, but they're similar. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm. Is it 10th um, planet? Is that, is that the one you're under? Tenth That's what I that trained sounds under. familiar. Yeah. Okay. But there's, maybe it's, it's pretty big in LA cause, but there's at the same time, the Gracie, all that stuff is really prominent up there too. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not sure. All I know is that he, uh, the, <laughs> the way he describes it is that he goes in, um, really anxious and just like, you know, trying to like figure shit out. And he walks out completely broken, like limping, just fucked up. <laughs> and he and he's like, "This is this is heaven. This is this is why like I was put here. This is great." It is like, true. It's, it's a humbling it's thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, yeah. A lot of dudes go in there. I I I just got my blue belt. I just got promoted last night. I think it was. Yeah, that's why I was, I was up super late. Thank you. It's one of the prouder moments of my life. Just super happy and it was like really awesome. Just super cool. Um, it's been a long time. I've been training for a long time and my, my jujitsu coaches are, they want me to be like high level blue belt before giving me a blue belt. Like they want me to earn it. So it's been really cool. The journey has been crazy, but I think when I first started, it was like, I would just have so much anxious energy. Like that sounded like me when I first started, cause I would go in there with all this like angst and, and I'd waste so much energy. But now it's like, I feel like it's all about breathing and longevity and just rolling and pacing and everything it's it's really cool 
Yeah, I highly recommend it. The Krog McGraw sounds really awesome um, for many reasons, right? If you want to be a Ninja Turtle <laughs> or if, you're fake, yeah. if you live in a bad area, you know, like no, that's... No, I... I think it's it's just good to know, you know. Like you're just and, you're a Ninja Turtle fan. Be honest. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. No, it is cool. It, I mean, self defense is great. It's really crazy how common it is now with MMA and UFC and uh, people learning these like like really kind of weaponry systems. You know, uh, it's been really interesting to see. You got to be cautious of who you mess with. You know, out in the street or whatever. Because it can be really sketchy. You, know, you mess with the wrong person, you know. Well, I think it's good. People shouldn't be messing with anybody anyways. Just, like, leave leave one another alone. Just have a good yeah. life, you know. Right. It's a shame that you have to learn these things. I saw, like, a video somebody posted up somewhere. I can't remember. It was, like, a cop in the New York uh, subway system. And some guy's just being an asshole, like, antagonizing him. He's, like, macing him. And, like, and then the guy has to, like... The guy's still attacking him. He's like smacking him with the baton. The guy's still attacking him. It's like, oh man, it would be it'd be so good for that guy to like be able to just throw his fist in that guy's throat and drop him down to the ground, you know? Oh or, shit, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it, you know, there, it only takes a certain amount of pressure and a couple of parts of your face to drop you, you know? It's like, right. <laughs> like the eyeballs and the throats. Well, that's not your face, but um, yeah. I mean, are you learning a lot of that stuff too? It's uh yeah it's it's great it's like here's <laughs> it's how you, great here's how you punch someone you know like uh yeah I mean it it's I mean I'll say I'm I'm doing it for the workout you know it's mm. it's a good workout oh yeah but, you're learning too um, yeah you learn a lot of great stuff yeah no I mean even like you know like if you're if you're just going down the street in like a, a like you said a sketchy part of town or something like you at least know how to carry yourself or if someone's behind you or you're walking towards someone you kind of you can kind of anticipate what they might do and be ready and, you know, not that anything would ever happen, you know? Never like know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, we live in America. At least you're, so we're, right. we're filled with fear. Yeah. <laughs> and rage towards the unknown. <laughs> rage against the machine. <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. cool. I want to check it out. I'm too, I'm too uh, in love with jujitsu though. I only have room for that now. So, but yeah. How often do you train? Uh, I, I go a couple times a week. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just feels good to just like punch the shit out of someone too. You know? <laughs> like it's, you, you know, use pads. It's all, it's all cool. It's welcome. You know how to like breathe into the, into sure. the strikes and stuff and everything, but, um, uh, it's good. And then you like, you make a new friend each time I, I meet somebody completely new. Yes. I'm like, Hey Ned, what's up? Let's do, you know, then you just do it and you feel good afterwards. And you have this like weird, like, bond with someone bond, yes. immediately you know you, you it's something that is un i'd say this a lot to everybody that hasn't even even especially with jujitsu um because you're like laying and sweating on one another it's very intimate in the weirdest of ways but it's not because you're trying to hurt one another and the closer you get the tighter you get the better you are you know in position and and it's very uncomfortable and the the the, the friendships and the experience that you have with your training partners is like for example i have like a bunch of really great friends that I've known forever, but I've never been that close to them physically, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's so awkward, you know, like this, it's almost like taboo how awkward it is and you're doing it and it's almost like, is this right? Is this okay to do, you know, but then it just becomes part of it, you know, and, and the friendships that you make through these things are, they, they're really unique. I think 
if I can equate it to anything in like common society or popular culture is like fight club kind of nailed it. Like that's exactly way. right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I felt like they, the, the screenwriter and, and Chuck and all, and, and Fincher and everybody, they really nailed that like camaraderie, the insanity of it. And it just shows how animalistic we are. You know, we're at our core. We're still just like animals, you know? Yeah. You, you want to kind of like be hurt and, and feel that, that, connection you know like if uh like if i'm there and and someone who's like it's their first time and they're like a little timid i'm like no like really hit me like yeah. hit me dude and <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll think about fight club and i'm like that sounds really cliche movie, but but i mean it i mean it like don't don't fuck around like try to try to push me through the window do it yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think with this stuff too, it's like you're only going to get better if this person treats you like a, a person would if you were going to fight against them, you know? So that's right. You yes. got to be serious about it and commit to your, your training partners and like commit to the system of whatever it is. Cause like iron sharpens iron, you know? Like uh, my coach, Giovanni Freakazoid, is his middle name. Like he does like an alias Freakazoid, um, Ed Martinez, cause he used to be boy and he's really, he's like a, he's a prodigy. He like, I think he got his black belt in around three years or so. And it's unheard of. It's like not, it doesn't even happen. Usually it takes like 10 years for normal people to get their black belt. And, um, and just being able to train with him, but we train really hard because we got to help him be better, you know? And that's part of it. It's like a family support system, you know, it's weird. Right. It's, like, it's very cultish and weird in the coolest it, ways <laughs> it can be yeah yeah like you're you're in it and it feels okay but you try to talk to it, it's yeah it, it gets weird it does yeah. it does and it, it's almost like that special club so i think fight club really hit it on the head with a lot of this stuff and it's really somewhat relevant but i hope that we're not turning anybody off from doing it because i think um is this your only physical activity that you do or do you go to the gym as well you know i i do stuff at home um i've never been very like athletic or anything like that i'm just not i, I don't i don't want to work out i don't care you know um <laughs> yeah. but at, at some point you know you, you hit 30 and you're like i guess i have to do something you have to um, yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so krav is re it's really good for that like you know even if you know the whole violence thing turns you off like there's just it, it's a great workout and um you can do anything with it really like that'll that'll improve any other workouts you do because um at least in Krav, it really builds endurance and, and, uh, and speed. Yeah. So like, I like to go on a lot of hikes. Um, so after doing that, you know, my, my hiking game, I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. I can, I can do this now. I can lead this hike. Like I'm, I'm there, you know? So, uh, for me, it, it kind of helps out any other physical activity I'm doing. Basically, I try to fool myself into working out. That's that's how I operate. <laughs> that's the only way I can that's, do it. That's a great so. way of looking at it. I think almost everybody does that, you know, <laughs> in some yeah. form or way. Because it's not fun. It sucks. No, it's the worst. It'd be right. so much. It would be so awesome just to lay down all day, sleep, eat ice cream. It'd be just the, get ripped. Just, just get like, ripped eating ice cream. That'd be yeah. awesome. People would be so pumped. Everybody would be fucking ripped right now because TV is so like prominent in our country <laughs> but i think it's really important i you know like we're talking about physical activity i think it's just really if you can do it if you can spend time and find time in your day like um i think it's really great if you can get started at an earlier time in your life and create the the habit and the rhythm of your life doing it i think you're gonna have a um 
possibly i'm just guessing but i think you'll have a, a healthier happier life you know as you get older and you'll be in tune with it i have a neighbor he's a bit older and he just fucking jogs and runs his dog and he's always like he's doing way more than me even i'm like dude and but he's always the happiest guy and i'm like i love it i mean from the times that i see him but i just get so super inspired by that you know he's got like full-on white hair and everything and he's just like fucking jogging and shit all through the neighborhood it's like yeah i love you dude yeah keep up the good keep up the good fight (laughs) (laughs) he's doing it right that's 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 it right there it is yeah and the smile on his face and is 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 exactly it you know i think but all right enough about this nonsense let's talk about some stuff that really matters let's get real Get, boobs. get the real shit out. Let's talk about boobs. boobs. No, I'm joking. I can't talk about boobs. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's talk about um, art because, you know, obviously that's what that's what got us here. That's what we're interested in. Is that why in. I'm here? For, for art? Oh, shit. We were supposed to talk about something else, but we can talk about art. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you were talking about the split and the difference of doing music. And I cut in. Actually, I want to hear the rest of that story with your band. And then I wanted to segue into your decision to do art and why and where you went to school, if you did go to school, what your experiences were, and then, you know, then where did you work and how did this all start and all that good stuff. <laughs> so a lot of sure, stuff, let's, let's let's go in order so we follow the goodness. I'll, I'm yeah. telling myself this, mind you. I'm not telling you this, <laughs> my jumping mind. So let's go back to the band thing. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad one of us has a plan. That makes it easier for me. So, um... <laughs> I act like it. <laughs> Um, yeah, that I, I hit a, I hit a crossroads. Um, it was, you know, go on tour, go to art school and art school was kind of like my, uh, my plan B, uh, in case the whole, you know, like be a professional musician thing didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just, I, I applied to, uh, I supplied to Otis, um, coincidentally, with my black book, with all my graffiti in it, that was that was the thing that that got me into Otis. Wow! Um, and a big fat check. I'm pretty sure, sure it has something to do with yeah. it too. Yeah, that's a um, very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a government check, I might add. Oh, um, nice. You got a scholarship? No, no, I took out oh. a huge loan. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, that's what you're saying. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had to quit the band. They went on tour. They did a fantastic tour. What's the um, band's name? I'm never going to tell you that. The Wallflowers? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Why would you tell me? Are you ashamed of it? Are you happy? No. No, no I'm I'm so I'm so proud of uh of everything that that we made. We we made a bunch of records and it was uh, a really 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 fun part of my life. Oh, why wouldn't you tell me? You dirty Um guy. I'm going to fucking yeah. I'll Google this. I don't I'll Google tell me. Grey Gun Band. Good luck. Ah, uh, come on! Is it just like obscure music or something? No, it, I'll I'll tell you. We we were called um <laughs> we were called in memory, but as as one word without without like the space. Um, and at the time we were we were doing the whole like uh like emo thing. Ah. Like I, I've I've been a really big metalhead most of my life. Sure. Um, but uh the the emo scene was really really interesting at the time. So, uh, we were you know very much into the 
uh, thrice and the used, all all that kind of that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, it hit really hard, didn't it? Yeah, used like when the used dropped, it was like wow. I was really into into Glassjaw and stuff. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't think anyone would know Glassjaw, so I didn't oh, drop it. But that D- that was Darryl's like a god, man. Glassjaw, right? Shit. If you don't like yeah. Glassjaw, get out of here. <laughs> and a lot I, of people hate Glassjaw, so get it. Everybody's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, those guys are fucking incredible. They're, like they're they, amazing. They were the live. benchmark. Yes. Yeah. God they were the band it, for band people. I thought. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think you love Glassdraw. You play in bands because they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna break all the rules." You know, we're gonna do our own thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, Glassdraw is amazing. Daryl is fucking such a passionate, great, unique, special powerhouse. He's just like this small oh. dude. I saw him when he was like playing at Head Automatica, and he was like, because I don't know if he's like, uh, he he was he was out of his mind on drugs and stuff. It was crazy because in Glassjaw he was straight edge. I'm I'm just guessing, you know, but yeah, no, I was I was under that impression too. Yeah, have you did you have you seen Head Automatica as well? I haven't. I saw I managed to catch Glassjaw like two or three times, but um, no, I never saw Head Automatica. Yeah. That was his follow up thing. Like there's more of like a yeah like a electronic thing right i wasn't super into it but i was just such a daryl fan that i stuck it out and i was like yeah like <laughs> sing abe dose mill do it <laughs> like, right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah they uh i think they are releasing something new recently or are they thinking about it but yeah what I don't know. really yeah and beck like the guitar player is so rad there's only like it's just Daryl and Beck, and I think the drummer. I think is the only existing members, or I think it's just those two guys. But the two that started it in the beginning. But talking talking about the emo scene, I just think it's it really hit hard, especially in Southern California too. Yeah, it was huge down here. It's just like every everyone had the same haircut at that point. I didn't though. I can I didn't have the hair, so I just uh, I didn't do it. But yeah, I was really in. I I, I wasn't necessarily. I, I I liked Thrice, but not like a huge fan. Mm. Uh, but I did love uh, Glassjaw and stuff. And I think I've heard of the band in memory. That it was like a like a local California band, right? Yeah, we were, we were pretty much LA local. Yeah, but uh, yeah, good you, times. You played shows. That's cool. Sh- playing shows is fun. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, like, we started doing that when I was 15, like, playing the whiskey, and it was like, this is crazy. The Doors played where I'm playing right now. What the hell? Yeah. Like, it's bananas. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. And the yeah. energy you get from from blasting your guitar and hearing it through the house system, it's like, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> it's, it's fucking power, man. You're just oh. like, oh. Connected. Yeah. You're connected right. to everything in that room. It's the coolest feeling. I yeah. I'm so thankful that I've had that experience in my life. It's really cool. That's yeah. cool, man. I didn't know that. That's awesome. And so that was a big decision. So you must have felt a strong drive. So was there something where you're like on tour or about to do it and you're like, eh, I just can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> gotta stop, uh, mom. Yeah, it was it was weird, man. I, I think it was you know kind of a little bit of introspection followed by a little bit of foresight, and I'm like, well, realistically, what's going to happen? You know, like it was it was that kind of moment of clarity where you're like, chances are that'll be an unforgettable experience, but then it'll end, and then you know what what happens after that? So yeah, um, 
I was thinking ahead and, you know, I would always do all the artwork for all of our records and flyers and everything and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, when Otis was like, yeah, dude, come on, let's do it. It it seemed like the right time and the right point in my life to, to jump and, and, and make it happen. How old were you when that happened? Oh, let's see. I fucked around for a while. So I was probably mm-hmm. 23, 24. That's cool. That's not that bad. Yeah. You were yeah. still playing around having fun. That's right. I just yeah. saw Norma Jean play at this little coffee shop. <laughs> like, have you, do you remember, do you remember them? Oh, hell yeah. Norma yeah. Jean. Yeah. Their newest album is <laughs> probably one of my favorite of theirs. Uh, for those that are listening and don't listen to this stuff, it's like super hardcore screaming music, like metal, but it's like contemporary metal, I suppose. Um, but yeah, they it was really funny being there, like just sitting there. And I was thinking to myself, like, damn, this could have been me. And it seems like such a hard life, you know, like a fun yeah. life, but a very difficult life, you know, like they went from playing huge shows to playing like this little cafes and like that's got to be really humbling, you know? And yeah, interesting. I was, I was super thankful that they were there and it was a lot of fun, but yeah. It's that's like, that's you. If you, if you were to have made it also. Yes. Yes. If you were to fucking kill it, you know, like like Norma Jean for their, for their type of music, um, they slayed it. Like they did a good job. They were, they were around, they played many shows and they had many records and they played huge venues and it's just crazy, you know. It's it just goes to show that there's a shelf life for certain things, you know. Yep. And it's yeah. it's sad, but at the same time, it's just a part of this the monster of consumption, you know. It's crazy. Music is crazy. And then o- then Otis yeah. jumped in. You're just like, all right, Otis is a cool college, huh? You know what? I I had a really really great experience there. I I feel like I owe most of what I'm doing now to to Otis. That's cool. Um, and the people there. Um, get good teachers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I, I say that with like hesitation. Yes, yeah, that there's. I mean, that, that's where I met Chris Chris Doe uh, from from Blind. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I think I, l- I learned more from the people who were also there attending. You know, around me, above me, below me, like uh, different years. Uh, that was I feel like that was really the the value in in the tuition was uh, meeting the people and uh, a lot of those people I still work with I still talk with I still drink with and hang out with so um, I, I feel like that's where the real like gold was yeah who's coming at you from that spot and yeah. yeah that's cool I think it's the people yeah. that you meet that's the most important thing the people that you meet are are you know that will last with you for a long time for your next journey you know and school is like a good conduit for that because everybody thinks that they need to be there or should be there and it makes sense and stuff. And yeah, it's like, you know, it, it, it did then. And if, if I stopped to think about it now, I, I don't know if I, I take that same path. Yeah. Uh, We're in a different world though now. Right. You know, so different. Yeah. You know, like the, I, I think the, I, when, when did you start like getting into this? Into college. No, into into like uh, design and in motion uh, or whatever you want to call it. Well, I've been into art my entire life, and then I got serious into motion when I got hired by Prologue, which is like five years ago now. So five years, I guess. 
Okay. All right. So that's like yeah, like two thousand nine, two thousand. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I have to look back, but I think that's around the dates. Yeah. I feel like that was that was like the the uh, the like you were still in the the sweet spot, you know? Yeah, like, there was a sweet spot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that no longer exists. I, I I don't think you know. There's a there's a, a saturation with uh with with people, unfortunately. Yeah, um, and that's it, it. It makes it really tough to like uh you know look at art school and I'm like. Like, dude, you could get this whole thing online for free, but you know, like, <laughs> but it's not though, right? It was, it was like you don't get those friends and you don't get those experiences. I mean, class experiences and stuff, you know. Right. I think I think that I I think that too quite a bit, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think that there is still a huge value of going to an academy. But at the same time, if you can't afford it, or if you're like living somewhere else, that it just it's not possible. But you're dedicated. Yeah, you'll kill it. You'll do fine. You know. That that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. And and you'll you'll find those people too. You'll seek them out and you'll insert yourself into into that world and, and become part of it. You yeah. Know, one way or another. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll you'll just you'll just become it and you'll manifest it in one way or the other. You know. I look at artists like um, my friend Dave Raposa, for example. Do you know his art? I don't know. Let me let me Google it. He's off. Oh, yeah, have fun with that. He's a beast, savage. He's really good, and um, I think he's all self-taught. And his whole story, how he came up, is really cool. Like just the way that he interacted with the community, and he's a smart guy. He's a hustler for sure. He's a definite hustler guy. But yeah, his work shows all the dedication that he has to whatever it is that he was focusing on. You know, see his work. Oh my God! What the? <laughs> yeah, fun with that. <laughs> yeah, he crushes it. Like you've seen those Ninja Turtles portraits. Like that's something that yeah. he's, he's like known for. But like all his, he's generating a lot of his own content now, which is really awesome. Um, but his understanding of light and texture and shape and form is just like ah, oh, so great, so awesome. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn bell curve setter you fucker yeah (laughs) shit oh well yeah oh well exactly (laughs) like awesome he's right he's just crazy and obsessed and just like puts in crazy amount of hours into his work and it's awesome you you can see it you know it's really cool but so what i'm saying is that yeah we're in a time and age like he does uh, he he even has two tutorials like there one tutorial is only five dollars I think both of them are only $5, but it's like $5 of complete lecture. Like he just breaks mm-hmm. down his whole process of how to paint like a full painting from start to finish for five hours. It's $5. That's crazy. It's right? fucking crazy. If you have any sort of discipline, like you'll be fine. <laughs> if, right. Yeah. It's different. It's a different world. Are you thinking that people now, like students now, or people that are thinking about getting into art, they should possibly consider other alternatives to learning oh man that, i'd like i want to answer that but but i don't too i don't, you don't get I, in trouble I, I just don't want to steer anyone away from sure. from something amazing you know because i i i'm very practical about stuff especially now and um you know if i think about the the debt that you get into and what it's like on the other side and the amount of the amount of work now, especially that you have to do to stand out or to, to really kind of do something. 
um, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But uh, there, there is nothing that can replace, uh, you know, being being at school and you know, growing with a bunch of other people who are also trying to just figure out what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And uh, you'll meet them all, and you'll you'll like become friends with them, and you have no idea where they'll end up. Like, I have some friends doing amazing shit, and I'm just like, whoa, like, god damn it, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I can't I can't believe you're doing that now. You know, but um. Yeah, if I, I guess if you can afford it, do it. You know, but there's there's smart ways to do it. So I, I think you know, everyone needs to to find their own path. Um, but to echo what you said, you know, it really comes down to, you know, your your passion and and your hustle and your ability to, uh, to kind of get yourself there. And you know, it's more than wanting it. It's it's really acting acting on those wants all the time. Yes. Um, and then you know, go Google Dave Raposa, and you'll you'll understand that shit, <laughs> dude. You know? Yeah, Google Dave Raposa. There you go, <laughs> and be depressed because that's, that's yeah. the proof. Yeah, it is the proof. It is the proof if you really want it and you're hungry enough for it, you'll make it happen. You know, yeah. My my dad always says because sometimes we'll have our not argument, we'll have conversations about you know college and stuff and. He'll always remind me, like, you know, like, think of all the friends that you've made from going to school. And I say, you know what, you're right, you know. You can't put a cost in those kind of friendships, you know. So I think there's, like you said, you don't want to steer somebody in, like, missing a really great experience in their life. And same for me. Like, I'm only wanting to give people, like, the best advice that I think is possibly to give for myself, you know. And uh, I think that, you know, whatever path you choose, as long as you're, you know, happy and you're doing it for your for the good reason, I think that's that's all you can ask for out of yourself, you know. It's challenging though. It is. Now now more than ever, which, which yes, is it's oversaturated. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. At the same time it's very challenging, you know. Like I'm being incredibly optimistic in this podcast right now. I hope you realize. So <laughs> Oh, it's great. I love it, man. <laughs> it's important, you know, like, you know, uh, our perception is our own perfection, you know. And so if you like look at things from a different perspective and you really think about them in a different way, then you can have a completely out different outlook on the world. And I used to kind of sit there a little bit and think too much about like, damn, like everybody's doing this thing or everybody's doing that or it's oversaturated here and that. And, and it makes sense. Like I get it. But I think at the same time, there's such great things being created and how I came about finding Monument Valley, it'll lead back into this conversation is, Ollie was saying, you know, like for designers, he's like, dude, don't go out and do designing things. Like, don't just go make logos like everybody else. Like, go figure out how to make a video game, you know, like take your design experience and aesthetic and understanding and go do something that like that most people don't do, you know, like the Ken, Ken, like how Ken went and did uh, Monument Valley. Like it's a design game. Like it's totally like you feel the design heavy in that game, you know. And I thought that was really great advice, you know, because, like, if everybody's wanting to do style frames and, like, do UI or wanting to do, like, little commercials or whatever because the last studio on a, a popular website did it, I think that's that's cool, but it will only last so long, you know. So take your skills and, and put it somewhere else and try where see where that goes, you know. But That's, that's, a, that's a really good point. And, you know, what? yeah, like, if, if you look at... Um, how saturated things are in like that, that makes things very ripe for innovation. Yeah. I think, you know, 
Um, and it gives you the opportunity to kind of step, take a step back and look at the huge crowd that's sitting over there. And you're like, oh, okay. But if you take a look in the other direction, you're like, I don't see as many people over there. Maybe I can, maybe I can go explore that. Yeah. Well, the you path unp- unpaved is, is scary because it's, you won't know. Right. But at the same time, like it has such uh, a benefit to your life by taking that route. I think, you know, um, I just think it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's challenging, you know, like I say this now and it's hard for me to take risks too, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's a part of life and, and Ollie really inspired me just to do my own thing really and focus on that, you know, and like, that's, that's important, you know, and not, and my thing might not necessarily be style frames all the time for our clients, you know, it's like, maybe it's just drawing my thing or my dudes or whatever, you know, and eventually that'll become something if I really make it happen, you know, but exploring the other things I think is going to help the oversaturation, you know, so. Exactly. I, that's all I, I just want to, I just want to draw my little animation dudes. I don't, like, that's the most fun I have. Every single week is like doing one of those little things and the Monday thing, uh, right? Yeah, like yeah. this shit's fun. It only so takes great. a few hours and it's great. I love it. And you know, I I, I don't know. Like if I could just do that, I'd be happy. Out of everything cool. that you have on your site, these are my favorite things. I think you know that too because it's like, <laughs> your, it's like your top thing on the top left, you know. But I it's my the, favorite. <laughs> that's great, and I feel it, you know, and I think. When I look at this, all, all I want to tell Greg is like, dude, Greg, go write a story, make a pitch, go make cartoons, man, <laughs> so I can be entertained by your crazy worlds. Because, yeah, that's the next thing for you. I, I'm guessing. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you can figure out something else. You know, maybe it's too saturated as well. You know, but yeah, I think that's cool. I think it's rad that you do those. I think that you give yourself enough credit and enough value to give yourself that time, you know, to do these things, you know, you have to, man, you know? And, uh, I, I think I, I don't feel, I don't ever feel jaded, you know, about, uh, advertising for the, or the motion industry. And, uh, I think it's very easy to, I think it's very easy to be uh, cynical about things too. Sure. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm not about that. I, I don't know. It, it, None of that sounds appealing to me. So, uh, you know, but at the same time, it can be, it can be tough. It can be creatively, you know, like crushing sometimes because there's just weird shit that happens. And, uh, for me, it's really important just to have that, that thing to hold on to. That's just, it's, it's your little baby and it doesn't have to be anything big. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. And and develop that and, and really try to grow it. Do you have ambitions to take all this stuff somewhere or do you have, you're just enjoying the, the freeness of just having fun and creating visuals and animations and stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know with, with these, with like the, the mythical Monday things, if that's what you're talking about, that, that's just, that's just fun stuff. I, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I have an hour. What do I do? And then other <laughs> times I'm like, Oh, I really want to plan something cool out and like do, do this thing. Um, but I, you know, I, you hit the nail on the head earlier when you were like make cartoons because I, you know, after doing all this long enough, I realized that's what makes me the most happy. You can see it. I can see trying it. to just like make funny, weird little things and try to try to tell some story out of it. And I'm very, I'm very new to all that. And yeah, uh, it's a monster. And writing and stuff. Oh, dude, yeah. I got it's, a book for you that you should get if you don't have it. 
It's it's the Art of Adventure Time book. Have you seen that book? I've seen it. I've not uh not bought it yet, but please buy it. Yeah, please. <laughs> Good stuff. It's epic, okay. man. It's like four hundred pages of just Jesus. epic. It's gonna blow your mind. I think this book might be the book that's gonna change the course of what you're gonna do. Personally, I'm just I'm making a prediction here, but I'm pretty sure it's going to, because it's just it has all those elements that a person like you or me need to see that there are people like us, there are people that are just wanting to create cool stuff, have fun, enjoy it, and work hard for it, and um, like the Adventure Time crew, like that's that's who that is, you know. And the book really ex- like expands upon that. It's so well done, so well done. It's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, that that whole show is magic, as far as I'm concerned. I'd like it's the a- people that they brought together, and what came out the other end is like no way to explain it. They're just wow. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that um, link I posted about the storytelling process? Oh yeah, isn't that right? great? Like the- the writers games and everything that's brilliant it that's is so brilliant. so smart because you're making a show for kids but you're also making it for adults but you're making it in the way that kids think the kids think like that they're yeah. like one thought to the next and they're jumping around because they're just spazzing out you know there's so much energy <laughs> but like adventure time episodes at the core have a very simple story arc and a simple direction they and it always usually comes back to that you know like there's somebody in need or something needs to happen and like it in it and it and it shows like Finn has to figure out whether you know cuz he's the main character obviously like Jake is mm-hmm. as well but like Jake is like some kind sometimes can counter Finn's intention and but at the core but when you watch it for like a lot of people when they watch they go that's like the most weird show ever you know <laughs> and I say yeah you know on the surface it's very weird you know like my wife doesn't get it she doesn't understand it but my daughter and I sit and laugh and have so much fun enjoying it and I love it I think it's perfect I love it so much it's such a great like it got me into cartoons again you know and oh, that's uh, so cool yeah, it's so cool, you know. Like I started rewatching a bunch of cartoons because of like it just reminded me of like all the things that I enjoyed with like Ren and Stimpy or like the Batman animated series and all that stuff, you know. So, oh, yeah. That's masterwork yeah. though. The first series, yeah. oh god. We grew up in the same time, so yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You'd race that... home, it'd be on the WB, you know. <laughs> yes. That's Pinky the one. and the Frog, I'd be like, "Get out of here." I'm like, "Our Pinky and the yeah, Pinky Pinky the, brain. the brain. Yeah, it's, it's all right, but yeah, yeah, Batman. Fuck yeah, how man. dare you put that next to those uh, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> but then Batman, come on. Another book is um, Batman animated. The book. Oh like, shit! Okay. Oh, it's a golden book, man. Yeah, super good. It's in my Batman stash, <laughs> but it's got all those sick, like old school gouache background paintings on the back, the black paper, all that good stuff. It's just like, oh, so good, so good. But I see what you're doing now. Do you know who CRCR is? You have to know who they are, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really oh, love fun. what they're they've been doing. Those guys. They, they uh, yeah. Like, I don't know how they convince their clients to to do what what they do, but it's, it's you know amazing. what it is. I think they just do good work, and their clients just let them. You know, I don't think there's like a. I I don't. I'm just guessing, but I don't think there's a huge compromise. I think they're just like. We run a small shop. We can afford to do whatever we want, you know. Or maybe they That's, don't. I don't know. I, I I get I get the feeling they're 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 scrappy and they're like that affords so much freedom and it's yeah. it's really it's really nice to be able to do that. And you're right that that kind of uh, 
births really interesting uh interesting work in, in my opinion yeah uh, their work takes it can take so much risk and it's so cool like their work is out there right now i think they're some of the freshest in the industry like hands down like their work the style the forms uh it's just epic work like really really good work i love everything about what those guys are doing and they do a lot of stuff collaborations with like cartoon network and stuff you know which is really awesome oh. Yeah, that like whole was it for Adventure Time? Yeah, I think so. They did like there's a bunch of different animators that um, I think uh, it was kind of like an exquisite corpse type of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like did. a series of animators, and uh, I think CR CR was one of them. Yeah, and their piece was like one of my favorites because it was so bright and like yeah simple, and the translate the transitions. I was like, oh yeah, so good. And, like, how dare you? <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really love their work. I'd love to work with them at some point, but yeah, I was curious if you had known their work because it's similar feeling, like the energy that you're creating with the stuff that you're doing mm. has like a, it's obviously like the color palettes and the style and the shapes and the design of it. But yeah, I don't know. What's, what's the Damn. future? Are you, are you focusing like a, are you a, a list guy or do you go, are you, are you trying to figure out like, are you already figuring out 2015's goals? Do you have that in mind, or? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm super stupid organized with um, projects and and life and stuff. That's just how I. That's how I'm comfortable operating. So I I make it like every day. I'm like, here's what I'm doing. That's the night cool. Before. I got I got my list. I got my shit. This oh, you do it the night before too, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's just easier, and I kind of like dump it out of my brain, and I'm like, cool. Now I can sleep. Great. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Life before that system sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was chaos, right? Like, what, what are you Utter doing? Utter chaos, yeah. Like, just stressing about stupid stuff. It was like, uh, why didn't somebody tell me, like, this is how I need to do this, you know? That's right. I'm, I'm the same way. Vitaly really helped me learn that lesson because he's so efficient. Um, and he really showed me, like, the whole, like, eat that frog, Brian Tracy shit to help with like organization and like keeping things good on a priority list. So it's not just making lists. It's like making priority lists, you know, like efficient, strong, smart lists and stuff. So that's cool. You have anything big for 2015? I do. I can, I can talk about it a little bit. I'd like Um, to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) I can share some with you too, if you want, then you don't feel so naked. Let's, uh, let's get naked together. If you're okay okay with that. All right. I'm down. Okay. Stripping right now. Sword okay. fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's the so best. far we've covered boobs and sword fights, so uh, I'm feeling feeling pretty good about this. I think it's going well. It's on a good level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I um. Let's see. What 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 do I got? What do I got brewing? There's um. I'm working with a a. a collaborator my I, I, like yeah co co-writer co-maker um uh, reza reza rasoli we're doing a short for a major tv network i'll say oh, that that's awesome um yeah it's it's fucking great like um Congratulations. The, I, for, for me the thank you that's yeah awesome. um the the goal is like i i want to make cartoons preferably on on tv um preferably you know make a living doing that that would be amazing yeah so i'm trying to you know i think right now is another kind of um golden era of, of cartoon making yes especially with you know like adventure time like we were talking about there's such uh, great cartoons right now 
epic yeah. cartoons. Yeah. And they're all over the place. You they know, are. Like, uh, yeah. South Park. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, have you watched Bojack Horseman at all? No. What is this Bojack? I've heard of it. Uh, it's um, it's I believe it's Netflix first animated original content, um, and it <laughs> I think it came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But I I binged to watch that thing like like I think I went through the whole thing twice, <laughs> uh, and it's just it's really it's really really smart. The writing is amazing and um it's it's kind of weird the the like the look is really really strange um yeah forget the artist's name but she's she's amazing i think i think it's lisa i'll have to look it up but um she like the whole the whole show is like it's like people are half human half animals yeah and it's just like it's really it's really like kind of weird and funny looking um but they talk about stuff that's really serious, like like it's it's like a comedy about depression mm. in, in in a weird way, um, and you kind of follow the central character. But it's really, I, I just I, I love it. It's it's so different. It's so much it looks, different than yeah, it looks everything really different. Um, I love but, the yeah. Netflix thing that they're doing. All this original content that they're doing, they're really going to change the, the shape of a lot of things to come. I hope so. Yeah. So nice. far, everything's really badass. Yeah, it's awesome. So cool to see that, you know. Like they're creating a lot. I we just, I did we just started watching Marco Polo tonight. My mm, wife, okay. it's just like original like we also watched like Orange is the New Black, which is another one that's off Netflix. It's just really good. Fantastic show. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations on this thing. So, sorry, I know you probably can't talk more about it, but um maybe No, you can. I mean, uh all that, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're doing a short and the idea is, um, you know, to try to, uh, develop it into something bigger down the road, you know? Um, awesome. And for those of you not familiar with like TV development, it's, it kind of sucks. <laughs> oh <laughs> it, yeah. It, yeah. It takes a really, really, really long time for, for anything to, to even kind of hit that first hurdle where it's like, yeah, no. So, um, you know, like back Back when uh, us, we were doing three-legged legs, we we developed the show with Nick, and it was really fun. And they're fantastic, and um, everything was just really cool. We worked on it for you know probably two years, mm. and it got to I think it got to like storyboard, and and that was kind of it, you know, for like one one episode. So it's it's a it's a marathon, not not a sprint, and. Yes. Um, it's it's I don't know it's it's an awesome struggle and and uh and journey, uh, but can be very discouraging too at the same time. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of things that are happening now, like uh, especially at Netflix and um, some other online places too, they're looking into different ways to develop stuff. You know, that's not the old, you know, write a huge pitch bible and you know kind of <laughs> do it the way that you have to do it. Um, yeah. So it you well, look, know. the 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 people's eyes are looking at different ways like different content. So like Cartoon Network won't have as many eyes on it now because there's cartoons on Vimeo or YouTube or Netflix now. So they have to change things around. Even though like Cartoon Network has awesome products and stuff on Netflix, um, but I think that the there's a big divis- the diversification that's happening. You know. I see a lot of cool stuff being made just from people who are generating things and just posting it up on Vimeo for fun, you know, and then it takes off from there, which is great. 
I think if if your if your idea and what you're doing is good, like it'll be fine. Like you'll be fine. It'll take off and it'll be whatever it needs to be. But if you go to that process of like, I, I'm feeling the same way with the movie industry, you know, like you have to go through this whole process of like, and it, it almost part of it just becomes who you know at a certain part. Yeah. You know? It's not even how good you are, how good your idea is. It's like, do you know Brad Pitt? You know, and it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't, Brad Pitt only knows a couple, certain amount of people, you know, so a certain amount of people get to be seen, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's really interesting. Yeah. Do you uh do you aspire to to make a feature? Is that kind of like the ultimate goal? Um, I don't know if that's the ultimate goal. I think it'd be fun. That'd be cool. I think uh that's a really challenging goal. <laughs> but it I is. think but at the same time, like uh I've just started reading up on that film Blue Ruin. Have you seen that? I haven't. I've heard of it. It's it's like a net it's like not net it's it's a film that was Kickstarter. Like so it was a film that got successfully funded on kickstarter for like i think 35 grand or something but apparently it's amazing and it was uh i think it i don't know if they released it or not but or like napoleon dynamite you know movies like that you know so mm. so it's definitely possible to make a feature film it's just i guess like on the level of david fincher uh that's challenging you know <laughs> like to get that much money to get that much trust to get a studio to back that much risk yeah that's a, a whole nother level you know so but I, I think movies are great. I don't think I think that they're fantastic. I love them, but I'm so interested in so many things. Though, you know, that's my fear. I love so many different things. You know. Yeah, I mean, why? I want to do everything, right? Yes, like yeah. all of it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the cool. It's so much fun. That's right. But I think the problem is, is like if you do, if you don't focus and you're just kind of floating through the ether of things, you know, and not being able to focus on. Um, the thing that matters most, you know, and that's where the lists come in with priorities, you know, mm-hmm. and your priorities eventually tell you on a day-to-day basis what's most important, you know, if you're being honest with yourself and by the end of the year, that list will make sense, you know, because whatever you make at the end of the year or every three months or whatever it is, you know, but that's rad. That's cool to hear, man. I hope I'm wishing you guys the best. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. It's gonna be a yeah. journey. Don't it's die. Some kind, of, some kind of journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's it, it's cool. Um, it, it's funny, you know. The the one thing uh, I've noticed about it is, you know, when okay, if if you're if you're in advertising emotion and you're like, oh, the client has notes, you're kind of like, you know, you get that rock in your stomach. You're like, oh, okay, what? Oh man, all right, what 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 is it now? You know, <laughs> like it's a like it's it's a nuisance or something, you know, and. I, I don't I don't buy that either, but that's that's a whole other thing. But that's that's how it can feel sometimes. Yeah. Uh, whereas, I I think at least from my experience, in in doing this this short, um, is that any any note and talk, is always in service of of the story. And you know even if it's like well we got to start over, I walk away feeling so good about it, and I'm like yeah this is it's so much better. This is going to be the best now. You know. And and I'll, I'll do that over and over and over, and uh, and I've really uh, I've realized like everything changes up until the very last moment. Like you cannot uh, settle with, with anything at, at any point. Yeah. Which is kind of it's kind of weird. Like at some point, yeah, you do, but until you've exhausted, you know, that idea and really found the the, the diamond in it. Yeah. Like you got to keep digging. You have to keep going. The work requires it. Yes. 
it's an unspoken language when you see really great work. That's what it is. It's complete dedication. You know, that's at least what I see. It's the undying devotion that that person put into every second yeah. or whatever it is that they're doing. And and you don't know it, and, and that's that's the beauty. It's it's yes. uh, completely transparent to you. You're just there, and and you buy it, and you're like, yeah, that's the magic. It. That's the real right. shit. Yeah, that is the magic. It's like you know, you listen, you sit there in the theater, and the Star Destroyer goes over your head, and the music hits, and you're like, Ugh, I'm in Star Wars, and they make it seem <laughs> so effortless, like it really exists, when indeed it's incredibly challenging and compute and like and very complicated to make that world, you know. Yeah, all the risks and sacrifices that it took just to sit there for that little second of experiences. Yeah, I've noticed that great work it comes from an exhaustion of all resources to make it the best that it can. You know, and that's just that's just the level that everything needs to be at, though. You know, should right. be. Yeah. No pressure, no diamond. Yes, I like that. That's nice. I did not make that up. It's, it's really good. I didn't, I'm not taking credit for that. The person, the diamond. Right. Yo, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> that makes sense. But no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where your ambitions with all this stuff is going to go. Because like I said, um, you have a lot of different work. You have a very diverse amount of work and different styles. But I think the work that I can tell that you're most passionate about, which is the work that I like the most, is the, is the animations. Because I could just tell you're having a lot of fun with it. How are you generating this stuff? Is this a Photoshop that you're doing it in? Uh, yeah, yeah. For these, I I just I do everything in Photoshop and um, like I, the little keyframe thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's purely out of laziness. Like I don't I don't want to learn I don't want to learn any any new program. I don't like. <laughs> there's not enough room in my brain for that kind of stuff right now. I gotta like be really careful with with what I cram in there. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I keep it all in Photoshop and, you know, like I'll just draw stuff out with like pen and paper first just to kind of work out the idea. But, um, I give myself very limited amounts of time to do this stuff. Mm. Like these are all done just like, I mean, like I have a day job, so I just, I do it. You yeah. You're creative director at blind still, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is all free time in between. This is Batman yeah. shit. The Bruce Wayne, right. Bruce Wayne's busy <laughs> taking care of the fucking, the city during the day and the Batman comes out at night yeah, <laughs> and draws GIF <laughs> animations. <laughs> animates a Photoshop. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's good though. And then you, you really respect the time that you have for it then, right? You just like fucking rock them out. Yeah. And I've, you know, like, I don't know if I have like two days or two hours, I, I feel like I'll, I'll probably end up making the same thing, you know? Sure. Um, so that that works for me, and especially for these, I, I want these to be like, you know, a little a little uncomfortable with the amount of time, but also not not too much work. Like I I can get them I can get them out quick and just kind of, you know, fart out an idea every week and be like, cool or not cool. Next yeah. one. Yeah. You know? That's good. That is your process like you draw in your sketchbook and then you get that energy out and then go into the computer. Uh, that's, that's what I prefer to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, old school style. Even, like shit, I don't even have a sketchbook anymore. I just uh, like whatever is, whatever's on my desk, I'm drawing on that. Okay. Like, that's I'm cool. Doing that. Uh, and you have a messy uh, I'm desk a mess. Yeah. I'm a mess. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined it. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I start there. I like, yeah. 
and then do you scan it in and just go from there or just look at it and draw it from there to see that initial idea or the energy? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm way too lazy to scan. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the same so. for me. I take a picture of my phone <laughs> and I email it to myself. Yes. Yeah, yeah dude, that's, that's the new scanner. That's the way to do it. That, <laughs> it is. I'm too lazy for the scanner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have to get it out and plug it in. I'm like, ah, I'm already tired of waiting. I want to draw already. <laughs> yeah. That is minutes off your life. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Got to be efficient. Right. What's a, yeah, what's a normal day like for you then? Um, yeah, shit. I mean, for me, I, I, I found, um, I actually, you know what? I, I, I think I owe you and your podcast the thanks for this, but I, I've discovered that my, my brain works the best, um, early in the morning. Mm. So, um, I, I forget which, what it was, um, it was really cool though, but you guys were discussing, you know, like how to, how to manage your, your, not only your time, but your energy, mm, you know, cool. throughout the day. It's important. Um, yeah. And I, it's, that, that's everything. And, um, so I started experimenting and really trying to understand like, okay, what do, what do I do? Cause I could stay up all night or, you know, I could try this other thing. Yeah. And I got to work around a, a job. I have a job. I can't like, I can't move that, you know? So, uh, yeah, what I find works is I'll, I'll get up, I'll get up early, um, early at seven for me. That's actually not that early, but that's pretty early, dude. Yeah. It's about when I yeah. get up and that, that gives me, you know, a couple hours to kind of just fuck around and, and do what I need to do, you know, and then get, get all the, get all the kind of juicy stuff out, let the juice flow. Yeah. Ooh. And, uh, it gets juicy. And then <laughs> how to do the sound effects. We don't need Foley. That was, that was it. Right. There. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my juice sounds. That's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> like a broken vacuum. <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, you bastard. <laughs> uh, so, so we're so children, childish, childrenish. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the sound of juice. Sound of juice. Um, <laughs> the <yeah>. flow. <laughs> Greg's particular juice product. Greg. Yeah. Let's talk about Greg juice. For a minute. Greg juice. <laughs> the gun juice. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> it's getting good it's getting really good now <laughs> yeah sorry I, I take it too far but um so you have you conserve your energy in the morning and you get all this awesome energy and stuff that's awesome yeah yeah i try to get that good stuff out then and then um you know and that kind of clears my mind so when i go to work i can i can actually focus on on that stuff give them the bad juice <laughs> yeah no, here's some no, second rate juice <laughs> No, no, they no, they joking. get the best juice, yeah, for for sure. They're it's, listening it's in. Different juice. <laughs> They're like, sorry, sorry. So, guys. Greg, giving us a second-rate <laughs> juice, huh? We're gonna need you to come in at seven o'clock in the morning now, okay? <laughs> They're gonna steal my good juice. I know. Oh no, <laughs> no. I think no. that's really important, right? You know, to have your flow and to find where, um, where you fit comfortable with your own you know, energy and letting it release in it. Cause it is a lot of time, you know, a lot of energy involved in a lot of efforts, you know, it is so, as yeah. you know, as you talked about, that's cool. To me, that's, that's like, that's, that's the warm up. you know, like for the day. So, um, you know, by the time I, I do get to, uh, to work, I'm like, I'm on it. I'm like, I'm fucking finishing everything in like the next three hours today. Oh yeah. Which never happens, but 
like I, I truly feel like I can do that every day. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, you know? And, um, and then I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. You know, that's what's up. That's some fucking 30 year, 30 year old man. shit right there. <laughs> that is, you know, 20 year old, totally 20 year old man would not have any concept of that. So if you're, if you're, if you're, tw- if you're 30 or below and you're not figuring this out, this is the science right here. That's going to make you the fucking shit. I guarantee it. It's how efficient you are with your time. It's seriously, it's game changing, yeah. man. Like it is, it is, man. When you're younger, you're like, Ugh, I gotta do it, and I, you know, you just put throw your head at it, and you're just kind of continually bashing it against it. But when you're older, you're like, I don't have that time, I don't have that energy. I'm gonna be really smart about it. Like, why not beat that whole chapter and just kill it? You know, like just crush it and nail it um, from the beginning. You know, I think that's the best way to go. And finding these rhythms, you know, listening to your body, listening to your mind, you know, how you flow. Do you work in sections of time? Um, yeah, I've, I've kind of noticed that recently. You know, I, I have, I think I'm good with like 45 minutes and then I got to go like, you know, take a leak or do something. Like I got to just walk around for like 10 minutes, talk to somebody, do something <laughs> and then, and then come back and then I'm like head down in it again. You know, sure. That, that, that seems to work for me. That's good. Um, you have a small window. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an attention span thing. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm there for for that time, and then I kind of, you know, it's, it's like if you're reading a good book, it's just like the world disappears, you're gone, you're just, you're in deep in in that thing, yeah. and then you kind of surface, and you're like, oh right, yeah, there's there's all this, okay. There's a study about that. about that though. The attention span of an average student is 45 minutes. Oh really? Yeah, it's a very it's a prominent study. It's well known, and it's totally it makes sense. Like in school, if you're trying to consume a lot of stuff, like if you're lecturing your class, like don't lecture them beyond like 40 minutes, because you'll lose them. Anything after that, like you're gonna basically get like 10% of the class is gonna pay attention continually, and then if you keep going beyond that, you're really stretching like their interest and or attention, unless you're really really good, you know. But never not everybody's like you know Martin Luther King level of speaking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's challenging, but that's that's interesting that you have that flow. When I work, I get like I need at least 3 hours of uninterrupted focus, and that's when I crush out a ton of stuff. So Ooh, I work in, I work in sections of like 3s if I can get them, you know. Yeah. But I'm just mashing out stuff. I won't even get up, I won't do anything. I will just focus and crush if that's what I can get, you know. But that's rare. I didn't realize that until like I kept having arguments with anybody that was interrupting that and i was like ah that must be what it is like it's like i'm gotta go pee really bad and everybody keeps like going in front of me and like hey wait can you like look at me and talk to me and I'm like i gotta go pee like <laughs> get out yeah. yeah get out of my way you know yeah it's like i look at being creative almost as a possession you know like you get possessed by it and it holds you to it and you just focus and it's challenging you know but yeah yeah that's cool. Good to have a rhythm, though. It's good to have a flow. It's important. You got to, yeah. And like you said, if that breaks. It's so it hurts so much. You're like, come on, like yeah. just, it's like playing a game. You're like, I was so close. I was just like almost to that. Okay, I'll I'll start. I'll I'll get back into it. I'll do it. But yeah, it's like peeing and having to hold the pee while mid pee. Sucks. It's yeah, that's right. <laughs> the creative flow, yeah, the juices as we speak Ju- about. Yeah, the juices. That's good though. It's good that you've discovered that for yourself because you're going to be more efficient, I think. You know, and if you're trying to like accomplish big goals, it's all about being efficient. 
So your big yeah. goal for 2015 is to get this fucking thing going, right? Well, I mean, it's 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 been it's been going for almost a year already, but okay. um, but to get yeah, it further the, along or something. Get it finished. That's that's the big goal. Cool. Yeah. This is part time stuff, or is this through blind, or what's the deal? Yeah, this is all this is all my other other free time kind of kind of thing. The other um, other time. Yeah, clearly I'm I'm doing a little too much. I, I, I think, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's it's hard, you know, but. Yeah, you prioritize. So I I have time for everything I got to do, and and so far it's it's working out. So um, yeah, I feel good about 2015. Me too. It's gonna be our year. It's gonna be a good year. Every year I is great. So. I felt 2014 was fucking smashing. It was a good year too. It was the best year. It, it was. was. Yeah. yeah, that's that's great to hear, man. I think <clears throat> if you take this energy and you take it to 2015, you're gonna have an even better experience. You know. And all the things that you learned from this year, you just combine them and put them into the next one. I, I don't know. It's interesting stuff. We, I bring up that Eat That Frog book a lot and how he breaks down like goals and you have like big goal list of the year or everything that you want to do. And then you distill down like the top bits and then you break them into like six month section, then a three month section and then a month section, a week, mm. a week and then a day. And so instead of like climbing a mountain in one jump, because you'll never do that. Like you break it into steps that you do a day, like like jujitsu. Like every time at the end of practice, I always tell myself, no matter if it was good or a bad day, like I'm getting better one percent each day. I know I am. Like no matter what, I know I'm getting better at least one percent. And if I tell myself that, then I know the growth is happening. You know. And the same thing with like big goals. You know, setting these big goals and then making them obtainable is really important. You know. I think that's that's a really smart approach to you know not only like projects but uh, I mean just in general I'm like being able to understand large complicated things in, in life you know is to take that take that giant block and chop it into four parts and then take those four parts and chop them into four smaller parts and then yeah. then all of a sudden you can start understanding what it's made of and how to how to kind of wrap your head around it. Yeah, like you, for example, in your position, like, okay, so you have a job, so you're 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 isolated at that place, and you owe them the time that you give them because they're paying you for your time, and you do great work, and you do, you you give them that slice of your life, and then you also have a slice of life to do the physical activity or spend it with friends and family or loved ones, and then you have that, and then you also have the little life leftover section for your own work, and if you have if you have this goal that it, it, it equates to like two thousand hours of time total if you break it down into like being honest about how long it takes for the whole thing to get done then if you break those down into like little bit bite-sized pieces and you go like well every day i have to sit here for at least an hour and just really crush it out or if i don't sit here every day for an hour every other day i have to give myself two hours just to this project you know and if you do that it like dude at the end of the year it's done you know like there's no there's no way it won't if you don't follow like that path, that path, you know, and not everything, you know, like that's, it brings up another argument too. It's like not everybody can force that stuff to happen. And sometimes it's it's not good to just force yourself to work, you know? So it can lead to like being really challenging or stagnant and and just kind of a a bummer and a pain. But, um, I don't know. Part of me, part of me believes in just kind of cranking through Ollie. Actually, I keep bringing him up because we had a really crazy inspiring talk, but he says that when he's not feeling inspired or 
motivated to draw or create. He just doesn't. He goes and plays a video game or does whatever. And then the times that he is, he just really lives on that and, and rides that wave out. And sometimes it lasts a day, sometimes a month, sometimes a week. Um, and he just lets it be. We're not all able to do that, you know? Like he's in a very particular situation where he's able to do that. But he's. Sure. But it's all, I think a lot of it's due to his his outlook on how to create great work, you know? And it all comes from like just manifesting the stuff that you want, you know, just doing the work that you want, you know, and not, not nothing else other than that, which is cool. Which is really cool. Really yeah, man, inspiring. that's, that's, that's the way to do it. That That is the, uh, the best way to live. I, I feel like, and, um, and that's so cool that he can kind of look at that and understand and be like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not an infinite well of like, beautiful illustrations like i gotta play this game for for like a week or something yeah like that, that that's huge I, I i think i i get that 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 makes absolute sense because sometimes it's i'll I'll push myself and i'll just like power through shit and then i'm just like it's not good okay i gotta like it's it's break time like i'm i'm done for a minute yeah you know yeah i gotta, gotta recharge repeat and that's stuff. okay because it is yeah. a marathon you know so yes and rest and recovery, and like you said, like you described it as a well, I think that's exactly it, you know, like it's a career, like there's only so much that you can do, and especially if you have a day job where you're having to pour yourself into these like client work, and it's draining, If you, especially if you're not into it, it's, it's like the one of the most draining things possible, and it could be really challenging to go home after all that hard work of like giving a client or whatever you're working on, like you're 100% keep doing it it's like oh it's gonna be very challenging you know so yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think it's Process. even tougher if, if you are into it you know like sure uh uh like i said you know like it's i feel like it, it it'd be impossible for me to get jaded i'm just too stoked on a that's, lot of stuff that's and, wonderful though that's great to hear man know? yeah i i don't ever i don't ever want to feel that so it's not going to happen but um i think like i i don't know like there's a lot of bitching and moaning about, uh, you know, advertising and motion work and it's, it's been nothing but good to me. And I, I try to give back to it what it gives and, uh, it, it, totally, it, it makes my day and it's really, really, really tough. It's really hard. It is. Uh, it's a tough industry. Yeah. That's yeah. good though. You have a good positive outlook on it. I have a mix. It depends on my mood in the project <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the day that I'm working on it, but I don't work for a company. I work for myself. So it's a little bit different. And so the, the ebbs and flows are a little bit odd and a little bit different, I think. So, but at the same time, it, it has been good to me as well. You know, like I'm, I'm able to raise my daughter and, and help provide for my family, which is great, you know, by being a part of the industry, you know, and it's cool. Like I'm thankful for it. But, yeah, man. I mean, like we could work at, uh, no, I'm not going to say anything. It's, it's, I still get amazed and kind of blown away by the fact that I'm like, so people are going to, we're going to like, they're going to pay us to do this. We can do that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's weird. Like we're not making anything. Like I don't, we don't make a physical thing that exists and you can like take a picture of it. And then yeah. it's like, Oh yeah, I saw that. I touched it. I was there. <laughs> no, man, we're like, we're like manipulating light in like really cool ways over time, you know? And, and like some of it makes sense. Some of it doesn't make any sense at all, you know? And, None of it is real, and all of it is real, and that sounds super weird and true, like granola. But yeah, that that shit blows my mind still. Super like, granola. 
How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though, and I agree with you 100. percent And that's the that's really the interesting thing about it all, you know. Uh, yeah, that's a trippy. It's such a trip. It's crazy shit, man. What are you gonna do tonight? Are you gonna draw some? I'm gonna draw some. Shit, I guess I have to, right? Yeah. Like after this, I'm yeah. like motivated, right? Yeah, this is like way past my bedtime, but I'm I'm like I guess I'm staying up for a while. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. <laughs> you got a busy weekend? Or wait, it's a, tomorrow is Tuesday. I'm all totally messed up because all the madness going on right now with the holidays. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I, I, just, I have one more day, and then it's uh, then I got a lot of a lot of oh, time off actually. So. You got work tomorrow? Yeah, 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 but but it's chill. It's, it's good. Keeping you up late. Your mom's gonna be pissed at me. <laughs> Dude, get Shut out up, the phone, mom. Greg. <laughs> Mom, hang up. Hang up, mom. <laughs> Call the phone, mom. <laughs> nah, dude, this is this is rad. I'm I'm really really looking forward to it. And um, uh, again, I'm like it. I'm I'm super stoked to to be on here in, in such uh, amazing company. Uh, I might add. Hell yeah, I'm stoked that we did it. I'm stoked that we had a chance to. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with all this passion. You know, I I really. I encourage you to check out that book because I just think it's going to be a special thing for you. Um, I could just see it. So you'll have to text me when you get it and you're like, or after you experience it. Cause I'm pretty sure it's going to help like just push your brain into a different realm. It did it for me. I was like, Oh, this is so awesome. Like this is so cool. You know? Look, yeah. It's really I'm, cool. I'm typing in amazon.com right now yeah i think i got it used even too through amazon it was like uh amazon the art of the art of ooh i think it's all the art of ooh um yeah i got it used it's like it's like 20 bucks or something like that or even i think i bought it new it's like so so cheap i think a hard hardcover through amazon prime new i think is 2337 right now which is like for 400 page huge book dude get out of here with that shit it's fucking epic like it's like you can't even fill up your car with gas for that much <laughs> this you could read this book and it changes your like life it'll inspire you you know like i don't know uh, perhaps i get too loving towards my books but i just you know there's something to be said about being inspired by people and supporting them with what they're doing you know so dude definitely they're they're time capsules you know yes. you can just kind of keep them and, and learn I love it. Yes. I'm buying it. I'm buying it right now. I love it. I'm stoked, man. Good for you. It's Christmas present for yourself. There you go. Shit. Now I feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally worth it. I guarantee you. I'm just kidding. I have have no problem doing that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like your style. (laughs) The selfish buying of Amazon things. (laughs) Hey, man. It's it's school. It's learning. It is. Always learning, right? Always learning. Hell yeah, man. Dude, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna jump off and go j- draw and stuff. But yeah, thank you, dude. I really appreciate us having a fun talk, and I feel like we just kind of touched the surface on a couple of things. So it'd be really great to come have you come back, and we'll do like a part two down the road um, if you're up for it. Dude, I'd I'd love to. I I had like a bunch of notes. I'm like, okay, here's shit I I should talk about. Like, this is there is something to, that we missed that you'd but... like to make sure you hit on? No, no, man. I mean, yeah, sure, there, there is, but uh, let's do it. Let's do another ten minutes. You want to do another ten minutes? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll save it. I'm, I'm gonna. I got a, I got a lot processing right now, so I'm gonna, I'll hold on to it, and um, I'd love to come back for, for another one. That, okay. That'd be fantastic. We'll do it then. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I, 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 it's always awkward 
um, stopping these, you know, like, cause it is like a really cool connection. We have a lot of fun talking and then it's like, okay, like we have to stop now. Like, <laughs> and it's, I hate doing it, but it's like, I, I want to save some for the, the next one. And at the same time, like let us both di- digest all this stuff that we've just consumed. Cause it's a lot of like feedback and understanding of things and just thoughts and concepts, you know? So it is. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think it'll, it'll be better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do that then. Right on, dude. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for inspiring me. And uh, we'll have links to your work at All Bonds everywhere on the podcast. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, dude. No way, dude. Thank, thank you. Really, really appreciate it. Anytime, man. Keep in touch. And um, yeah, we'll chat soon. I'll get through that animation email. And yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, but... maybe I'll share some of that stuff with the audience. I'm sure they would love that. So that's cool with you. Absolutely, dude. Definitely. Hell yeah. Good resource, man. Killer. Hell yeah. Well, um, yeah, have a good night. Enjoy the drawing, and I'll text you later. <laughs> Likewise, man. Power through it. Do it. All right, buddy. Have a good one. All right. Later. Ciao. And that does it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening in. You can find links to Greg's work in all the show notes for this week's episode at thecollectivepodcast.com slash 90 you can also find links to our facebook and twitter and if you got some time please help us out by rating the show on itunes by going to thecollectivepodcast.com slash itunes also if you haven't checked out the limited edition prints we produce for the fitc title sequence uh, there's only a few left in the store so go head over to thecollectivepodcast.com slash tokyo if you're interested in picking one up before they're all gone thank you guys again for listening and have a wonderful day Peace.